Cigarette just seen a love. You already know what I'm about to do. I'm about to pull up lavishly. <laughs> we a lavish live. We pulling up to DJ Sage. We're riding out to LES because she's from LES. Shouts to everybody from LES. We know all the creatives and all the beautiful people come from LES. A lot of beautiful things come from LES. Um, and yeah, super excited. Pull up. You already know how we do, y'all. We pull up. It's just seen the love. Let's get it. She says she's paying the meter. I've about to make them wanna bite. I've been singing that song all fucking day. I just wanna have a good night. Oh. How are you? Oh my God, it's been like long, but like we've been in contact. Anytime I need like a street fit or whatever, I just pull up here and like they look out and I always like to just show love to like, no. So many artists, so many DJs. I think even Teddy used to be a DJ or is a DJ, so. Yeah, let's just family. Oh yeah, my yeah. god, let's talk so let's do all of that. <laughs> Alright, but Teddy is the owner of the store. You guys were on what street before? Clinton. Clinton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And we had the backyard, so we were doing a lot of events there. Yeah, so So you've been like cultivating this energy for how many years now? Uh I've been in streetwear since two thousand five. I even had an older store in Williamsburg, Brooklyn for a long time and that's how I do it Um DJ Clark Kemp was a big supporter of ours, and me and him did a mixtape together a long time ago. Yeah, and um, he was always getting our hats, and um, uh, one day he just introduced us to the brand Lafayette from Japan, that's who I work for now. And um, yeah, long story short, uh, we started stocking them at the store in Brooklyn. We did the collab, he took me to Japan to DJ, and I was just like, oh wow, I love Japan. And, I love the brand and the way they treated me out there and everything and I always liked having like exclusive stuff that nobody else had so like privilege and Lafayette was perfect um, so yeah then I just started working with them we launched a store and website website we launched 2013 and then the first store we opened 2017 I believe or 2016 Wow that's <laughs> that's absolutely so then you said DJing, so you've been, it's mixtape, it's DJing, Yeah, it's I grew up skateboarding, yeah. skateboarding, I went to culinary school. How about the name Privilege? Uh, Privilege actually was given to us by Clark Kent. Oh yeah. Yeah, in 2010, so we started Lafayette 2003, just 20 years now, um, and Privilege we started 2010. Because I just, I love like, can I say the irony, right? Like. In, a, in the hood, we're not so privileged. But here we come to the street brands and so people like you that hold that culture, that hold that, you know, that give music a name, give street brand a name, and we're privileged. And this is exactly what this is. What was DJing? What was one of your best moments, DJing? Um, well, I first started doing battles a lot. That's how I Ooh. met some of uh, our mutual friends. Um, so I was doing a lot of competitions, DMC and stuff. And then uh, after I got into doing parties and mixtapes, but I always wanted to be up on stage and like, cause I never played an instrument. So then when I found out about, and I always loved music. So then when I found out about turntables and, and then like, like kind of yeah, like- This is like an instrument. So yeah, I really st was interested in that aspect of it first. And then I, you know, I, I got more into doing mixing. 
We put Teddy on the spot because he didn't even know. I know. He's like, wait a minute. What's happening? Yeah, I don't really do it that much anymore because, you know, since I started the business, been focusing on that and, you know, the family at home. So that takes up a lot of my time. So, yeah, I have my turntables here. So that's where most of my time is. Yeah, I tried having them at home, but I don't have time anymore. (laughs) I like having the kids do it, but, yeah. Oh, my God. I don't really do it like Sage, you know, <laughs> never did it as a full-time job, like right, I always right. just yeah. did it for fun and passion, you know, so I definitely give it up to all the DJs that do that. And it's so I crazy because she's that. living that yeah. passion, mm-hmm. yeah, at the same time she's having her fun, because I see the work, mm-hmm. and I've seen the work, and oh my god, oh, but at the same time, mm-hmm. it's happened so naturally. Yeah. And I always come back to privilege, get the fly fits, you know, like since day one, Teddy's been supporting and like, it's just been a natural organic build, I feel like, right? Like just coming by, getting And it's fits. home for, yeah. it's home for Sage, L.E.S. It's the area, so. Yeah, I definitely good. took notice of her doing her thing maybe a long time ago since the other store. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we reached out to you or Alex and started building with her and doing some shoots and promotions and stuff so that and it was great it's been great to see her growth since then and it's an honor to be here and to hear your legacy too and to just know that it's a true privilege we're here let's take a look at everything i want to look at everything and just those colors that that beige gives us such a like a Cause you know we rep the Mets now, guys. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. we rep the Mets. All right. I know I got a lot of Whoa. heat for that, but I love my Mets. Shout out to everybody at the Mets and the team. But told us, well, what is that, you? Yeah. So essentially, um, I DJed for the first time at the Mets last year, and um, you know, I just saw. First of all, I was the first female DJ to DJ there. Let's talk about Hello. that. Hello. <laughs> Hello. But um. The whole team there it just felt like family you know what i mean and we were just doing like a slow build of um getting in other djs and i i shout out to bobby i spoke to him about um bringing in new york djs and kind of just having like the city rep and own that lane you know what i mean so um this past year this past summer actually we did a whole project called the dj series where we shed light on the djs oh my um God, we had them dj a game it was super dope so i stay tuned for that context i have to put that out but um yeah it's been a blessing and you know naturally fell into being a mets fan after that really. <laughs> i love it i would say to your defense you are so new york and mm-hmm. i'm gonna say that a thousand times in this interview so don't get mad at me it's y'all. all right it's all right because you are so that to me like I love you for who you are, because mm-hmm. you know we connected since the beginning. We right here, girl. Okay, <laughs> but to see the work you do and to see how authentic it's been, mm-hmm. so to hear that you're a part of this Mets thing, it's like, come on, I know, you don't right? get no more New York. I know. And again, y'all, y'all know it don't matter what side you're on. You know the thing is, I was thinking about it on the way here too, like. Us as New Yorkers, we rep it with so much pride. We rep it like Like, it's our religion. But at the end of the day, it's like we've been through so much. And I feel like if you were born and raised in the city, you know what it is to come up. So it's like you kind of have to be prideful because it's not always a great experience. You know what I mean? So And the hustle behind New York is like everybody's getting it. Mm -hmm. Everybody's onto your ideas. We're all... The culture's so heavy here that we're almost like the energy, we're feeding each other. Yeah. 
So there's a thousand artists, there's a thousand creatives, there's a, and you're against that pressure. Mm -hmm. It's so different. It's different. It's different. I'm like, I got pride because <laughs> I'm from this city, okay? It was not easy. It's never been easy, but, um, you know, we just rep it. It's different, you know? Let's talk about streetwear. The mm -hmm. way you, I mean, always with the flying sneakers. Okay, I know you've been an affiliate with Foot Locker. Mm -hmm. And is it ladies Foot Locker to be exact, or it's just Foot Locker in general? Um, it's been it's been the entire Foot entire Locker. Foot Locker. But okay. We've definitely done a lot of like more centered work with ladies Foot Locker. Um, but it's been the entire brand. You know, we got. And rest. that's another thing. <laughs> the fact that you've stuck to giving back. Mm -hmm. Children, the women. Mm -hmm. You were so that. Yeah, yeah. You were so that. I appreciate that. Thank you. Like you were so that. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna say for like, okay, no, no, no. the streetwear. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the streetwear. What is it to you when you're dressing? Okay, we have the like keeping on trend or mm -hmm. do you worry about that? Oh, this is something that comes natural, Hello. I think it just comes natural, shout out <laughs> to my mom. But um, no, I think just naturally, like I've always been a tomboy, you know? So being able to find my pocket was very important with like, I don't even want to say branding myself, but just like stepping out into a male dominated field. I didn't want to be known as the woman DJ, the female DJ. I wanted you to just see me for my talent first. So I feel like I kind of flipped it and used it to my advantage of being like a town girl and kind of just dressing how I want, you know? Now we've stepped into our feminine side, just a little bit. Uh, um, a little bit of it's both always, is for me, it's always, I've always seen the feminine side of you though. Really? So yeah, uh, definitely. definitely <laughs> but I think, you know, just making it work to my advantage and like, I just love a cozy fit. I love to be comfortable. I love streetwear. I think naturally coming up in the LES, the East Village, like that was just all I saw too, you know, just putting pieces together oh, and now we so I'm gonna be real. <clears throat> Brooklyn, you know, Brooklyn's Brooklyn and I love Brooklyn, but there was some of us that were coming to LES to really bite. Period. <laughs> to really bite. <laughs> That's a bite. No, I feel it. No, but I love that. You know, we're inspired. Mm -hmm. and so that's mm -hmm. what we do. That's what culture is. It's yeah. being inspired by one another, wanting what you have because, you know, either it's on a newer level or right. it's a different scale of it. Or it's, and for me, that's what it was coming into the city. Yeah. It yeah, was yeah. like, oh my God. It depends what part of the city, though. Because Times Square, we don't really. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I don't know what's happening <laughs> over there for years now, but you know, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel you. And Harlem, Uptown, Washington Heights, like. We just all kind of influence each other, and I feel like the style, you could kind of tell sometimes uh, what borough someone's from based off the fit. I don't know if that's just me being like, but I could tell, like, okay, you from That's very LES of you, okay? okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done, but yeah, you know, shout out, shout out to New York. Always. Okay, what's your favorite sneaker? Ooh, okay, so here's the thing. I have never been like the hype sneaker girl. I feel okay. like I've always liked what I like and I just rock it. Also, coming up in a single parent household, I was not getting the most flyest kicks growing up, okay? Yeah, like, yeah, so, you know, I wasn't into the hype, you know, the latest drop or whatever. I always wanted it, but I didn't get it. So, but my, I think right now, like, I just love a, a nice classic one. You know what I'm saying? Like, nothing too fancy. Like, I just, I rock what I rock. I like what I like, you know? And don't you love it right now that the sneak is so woman? Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like right now we're in that light again. I mean, I grew up 
I was a Catholic school girl. Look at me, Catholic school. I didn't mean to put the quotes to that, but you know, I know there's like a. Anyway, so always had a uniform. So mm -hmm. the only way I could show that I was cool was right. with my sneakers. Right, right, right. So for me, that was big. It was a statement. But then I feel like it got into. I had those moments where it was like, I don't feel woman enough wearing my sneakers. I'm going to work, and I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't feel at the level I should be at walking into the building with sneakers. And I feel like it's different. We're walking yeah. in suits and sneakers yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like it's very that. Yep. I listen, I did the Disney um Disney premiere like last summer yes, and I, I wore a suit and some ones. And like to you me that was like the so flyest fire. thing, you know? Typically we'd have to wear heels or we'd step out, but now like I think just with fashion and style and where we're at, it's like you throw on a fly pair of kicks, mm -hmm. that makes the fit. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what setting you're stepping into, uh, you know, corporate setting. It, it really doesn't matter. It's like how you wear it, you know? So we've come a long way. A long way. <laughs> Talking about Disney. Disney? No, no. Disney? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. But I want to say that, again, that touch is based on how genuine you are. Mm-hmm. The, the way you just everything's so easy you do everything with such grace yeah so for not you behind to be the scenes, there <laughs> she has to throw that in there okay? not behind the scenes. keep it cute <laughs> right right we go through a lot behind the scenes but no i feel you so how was that doing that for them and it was dope i mean i feel like i'm always naturally we all like disney kids right so to see to be able to be there and dj for such a big event was super dope um to see little girls that look like me and and yeah. them being able to see me behind the dj booth was so so exciting so it was it was a full circle moment when I feel you got like, that cool like disney i know i didn't really believe it i didn't even say it to anybody for a while because i was like we're gonna keep this one with god and you you know what's crazy i love that you say that because i feel like that's such a again the word is just gonna keep coming out crazy but it's a culture thing mm -hmm. that we almost feel like like we can't speak about it yeah or like yeah. it's too good to be true mm -hmm. like we've really been brought up with that and it's only because our parents have struggled so yeah hard. yeah survival mode yep. you know what i always. mean like i always, always speak about always that. don't want to jinx it you don't want to you know yeah and i think that's a big part of like where you come from and how you were raised you know for me being in a single parent household, it was like, I didn't see a lot of this stuff growing up. You know, it wasn't something that just came easy. Everything my mom gave me or put me into, whether it was piano classes, it was like, I valued that because I understood how hard it was to get that for her, you know? So even to this day, like I'll call her and be like, mom, guess what I just got? And like that we're locked in, like, yeah, okay. But you know, it's, and also energy is a big thing. Like I feel like, Blessings aren't for everyone to, to hear about until they happen. That's just what I believe, you know? So, but yeah, survival mode, like, we kind of sometimes feel like we don't deserve the opportunity or yes. we shouldn't be in some of these rooms. Yeah. But I think learning to own your light, own your power is, is number one, you know? I'm so happy to see you in that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> see you later. Later, later guys. Peace. Bye. Talking about songs. I looked into this whole thing. I had to like get all into it with stems. Mm -hmm. Okay, Serato stems. Yes. So big okay, shout so out to Serato. Uh huh. You okay? Your art. You come from piano. Mm -hmm. You come from truly playing an instrument. You know how to read music. Yes. So this is different. When you hear music, you hear in the ding 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 everything ding 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 right? Uh huh. How is that for like the benefits of that? I mean, we can only imagine, but. 
first of all, explain Serato Stems mm-hmm. because I was so interested listening, I mean, reading through it. Yeah. So Serato Stems is, Serato is a software, obviously, that we use to DJ and you know, when you want to make mashups, typically you would have to go to an external website or, you know, find the acapella, find the instrumental. It's a lot of work, right? It's a huge process. So Serato came out with this thing called Serato Stems, which is where you can isolate vocals, you can isolate the instrumental on the spot. So it enhances your DJ set. It allows you to make mashups live. So when that came out, literally a week later, and we'll get into it, I did players, but that's really what propelled me to be like, oh my God, I need to use this because it's it's so quick. Like, how could you not, you know? So that's what Serato Stems is, is being able to take the bass out, the drums out, the vocals right there, just like and that. And could you say it's important to really know how to, you really know how to read music, really know how to really truly listen to music to even tap into that, or it's just... I mean, I think that part, like, no, not really, because, you know, it's it's a software, everything's digital, but I think that, you know, having a good ear helps, right? Because there's a lot of mashups that don't sound good right now, but, you know, <laughs> to each their own, like, no shade, but, um, yeah, you don't really have to learn how to mu- read music to do it. So, mashups. Mm-hmm. When I first met you, that's what it was. I mean, I fell in love with the LMA. Oh my that god. That was it finished. Isn't that crazy? That yes, was a long that time was ago. A long time ago. Yeah. And just the whole idea of mashups. Then we go into 2020, right? Mm-hmm. Now another okay, another question. Sidebar. A mashup and a remix. Mm-hmm. Is it the same idea or is this something a newer way of a remix? Or what would you say? I think a mashup is a mashup, right? It's two records mashed together. Mm-hmm. Um remix in my opinion and I think everybody has their own you know breakdown of what that is I don't want to get too technical um but a remix (laughs) might come from here don't come at us (laughs) but a remix is you know you're manipulating it more you're editing it you're chopping up it's a little bit more of your own right like it's your own version of something you can sometimes have your own like you can own it more than you could a matchup because you don't own any rights to these acapellas or whatever. So, you know, a remix is completely different, but in turn, I think two, both can exist under the same umbrella, you know? Okay. So I met you with these mashups and I fell in love with LMA, but 2020, you were doing everything live too. Mm-hmm. You were mashing up live. I remember that. In the pandemic. Yes. The panini. And then... <laughs> I've never heard that. <laughs> First time for everything. What? <laughs> we might have to cut so, that one up. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So and then we fast forward mm-hmm. to players. Mm-hmm. Now I know you've talking about this a million times. Right. Right. It's like, all good. But at the same time, Sage, what that was for music timeless music mm-hmm. right that's a perfect definition of what timeless music is yeah to take a beat mm-hmm. the beat the beat the, the uh, one <laughs> <laughs> and to bring to life because shouts to Coyle Ray mm-hmm. oh, I love everything about her mm-hmm. that album too like there's so many good ones but to take that song and bring it to life in another air yeah to bring 
you went like this to the culture real quick like right oh, i swear <laughs> it was like to see buster mm-hmm. in his light yeah first an og like that to to see that yeah man that's that's such a cosign right there yeah no nah, it really was like to really say to bring such a classic beat to this new generation mm-hmm. where everything is fast everything is different mm-hmm. please talk to me about this moment and what <laughs> it took because you like you said so is this a mashup or is this a remix so <laughs> this is now. <laughs> right it's a mashup but you know i think when we officially put it out on dsbs and we did whatever we did to okay. it it became an official remix um i feel like i still gotta look that up in terminology of what the difference is because you know there's there's a remix and there's a mashup but anyways we put it out as an official remix um but yeah that whole moment i think and you know we spoke about new york like i feel like that just put new york like on a map crazy and it wasn't like with tiktok when it went viral like new york's the first city that i feel like blew that up because we had the get light movement we had all the dancers (laughs) like shout out to art star the whole team going crazy going with it girl it was like the first night mm-hmm. i know you must have woke up like it was crazy it was crazy that whole experience and like day by day moment by moment it was just getting bigger and like that's why even coming from new york and having that be the one that like really propelled my career was amazing because it's like it's my city you know what i'm saying that's when the pride comes out where i'm like yeah let's fucking go <laughs> like you know um but yeah it was so dope it, it created a movement and i don't think we even thought that it was gonna last as long as it did. Even now, now this is like, forever. Yeah, these are one of those yeah. songs that you're playing it at the grandma's house. <laughs> you're playing it at the baby showers, All at right. the kids' party, at the and then the message because mm-hmm. girls is players too. What they yeah, thought? Yeah, and so many people have also <laughs> used that beat now. And like you know, I see Don Toliver just dropped a record with um, Offset, so. You know, it just yes. brought back the timeless energy of that, that beat, you know, that song. You know? And again, what music is, like, we we have so many that have paved the way, mm-hmm. right? And a moment like this shows that. It's yeah. like, thank you. Yeah. Buster saying, yo, mm-hmm. this was big then, it's big now. Yeah. And it took something like that to, like, just spark that. Yeah. I think it brought back an energy just you know i'm still trying to process it i know it's like seven eight months later and i'm just like it's no, it's shocking you know what i mean just the power of the internet the power of music and that's what i just want to continue to create because wh- okay so once you created it was it easy to hit up Polaroid? like yo look what i did or it was the internet that really took it there um i think because i already had that relationship with koi it was like a natural thing where it was starting to take off on social. She already had the okay. Smalls version, right? Um, the Jersey yes, Club. That was yes. that was going off that already. That was off, yeah. So she recognized that. And I think just naturally with us having that relationship, I just sent it to her. I'm like, yo, like, look. And, like, immediately, you know, she just showed love and jumped on it. And the rest is, like, history. Like, it was crazy. Wow. Yeah. I think it was such a moment for hip-hop. During the 50 years of hip-hop, girl, mm-hmm. you took something that was a beat that, I mean, Busta's one of my favorite rappers. Yeah? Growing up. I love that. So, <laughs> every video, every, if you really want to party with me, mm-hmm. girl, mm-hmm. that was just such a time. Yeah. For us growing up, it was the house parties. It was the, mm-hmm. and then you flip it to now and it's that Still, all over again. Yeah, yeah. 
And we're missing that, I think, in music right yes. now, like that longevity. I think everybody, we're in crazy sample culture. Yep. Um, everybody's sampling, which I think is super dope, but it's also cool to create that original, you know, new wave of longevity, right? Where like 20, 30 years, new artists are sampling stuff from this time. So um, that's just something to keep in mind, artists. <laughs> It wasn't me, but... <laughs> but I like the fact that you... I feel like you opened that door, too, of every... Like you just said. Mm -hmm. They, used, the they used the beat again, but mm -hmm. the sampling of the old school. And they're not really changing it anymore. Yeah, yeah. And you know, even Doja Cat with the walk on by. It's yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's the original mm -hmm. that brings mm -hmm. so much... That timeless, that culture, that just... Yeah. It's just so that. Yeah. Having Funk Flex mm -hmm. as a mentor, mm -hmm. DJ Enough as a mentor... I don't know, I really thought about Funk Flex and him mentoring you, right? Mm -hmm. And you know how everybody has, like, you know, they have all these opinions yeah. about Funk Flex, about Flex. What would be a misconception that you're like, he's really not that, he's this? Um, That's a good question. Because <laughs> I feel like, let me tell you, I asked that too because... I seen him, I seen an interview, him mm -hmm. and Ted Smooth did an interview that never aired. Oh, yeah? And it was such a personal, intimate interview where mm -hmm. it just makes so much sense Yeah. to who he is and yeah. why he is the way he is. Mm -hmm. So somebody like you, who that was a mentor to you, you sat behind the scenes, you yeah. learned from him. Yeah. What would be something that you're like, you know, he's really not like that, guys. I feel like he's just like a true Leo. I don't know if that makes sense, but like... <laughs> My father's a Leo. Yeah, like I'm around Leos a lot. So they're and funny, they're loving. Well, he... My experience probably was a little bit more different, but I was very young when I started with him, so he had to even, like, be on the phone with my mom. Like, that's how young I was. Um, so, you know, I just watched him, like, silently. You know what I'm saying? Like, he never said too much to me when I was starting, but I think I just... I'm someone that goes in a room and just observes the room. Um, so I just took in a lot and it was a lot of like building trust of just like being behind the scenes, hearing certain conversations, things like that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Something that people might not know. I don't know. Cause my experience with him was so different, it's different. And, and it's, it's different. hard to like, but even through, even those personal experiences, they really tell us yeah, who the person is. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like everybody's out to attack, like, oh, he's so cocky and he don't give up the key and yeah. just nonsense. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. But a person who's paved the way for so many a person who's held down the culture for mm -hmm. so long it's like and on the business side of things there's a lot to learn from him and I think that's something that I took with me for life like you know no getting sloppy drunk in the club things like that um you know just really being about your money and your businesses and learning to venture out to into other things aside from just DJing you know he had the cars he had so much going on so that's something I took with me and just ran with you know just being young watching like all this money and, that's and things so like that to me that's like a father figure yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. that's like doing the right thing it wasn't he could have been sloppy and, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, even having a young girl like you around, you yeah, know? So yeah. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> so, okay, so we got the whole blow up with the Queen <clears throat> Ray and what's your, what's, what, what's going to be your true blow up moment, though? Like, was mm -hmm. that it? Because, right, you get to that moment, right? Mm -hmm. 2.5 million, like, millions, millions. Yeah, you can't crazy. even put numbers to that. <laughs> Like, how much can I get Zelda? Yeah, hello, where is it going? <laughs> yeah, nah. Um, 
Oh wait. Go but ahead. at the same time, it's like, was that the moment? Mm-hmm. Is that? Because I know there's so much more of Sage to come. Like, yeah, I feel like that was just my introduction, and I, like I say that, you know, with a lot of grace. But I think that that just showed me what's possible and what I could do, you know. And I think that's also the power of social media that we kind of overlook, especially okay. TikTok. Right? I'm gonna need y'all to understand TikTok is that platform, and that has dramatically changed my life, you know. So. I think this is just the beginning. I have so much more production, so much more original beats that I'm working on. So, you know, I think this just set the tone. And Are you Sage the producer? Are we getting into the Sage producer This is season? it. This is it, baby. We right here. I premiered something, you know, last week. But, yeah, that's where, that's where I always wanted to go. So I think naturally it's just taking its course, you know. I started radio, doing mashups, whatever. But now it's like, all right, it's really like introduction season. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so. I'm so excited because I'm like, she reads music. She truly listens to it. She mm-hmm. just mashup remixes, but to have you behind, imagine? Yeah. To um, have you behind a Drake and be like, oh happen. my God, look at Sage's beat. Sage on the beat, baby. Ha- Ooh, <laughs> Sage on the beat. <laughs> Literally. So yeah, nah, it's, it's happening. It's already in formation. I think it's just about you know, working with the right artists and, and making the right moves, really. You Who's know? somebody you ideally you would want to work with? Alicia Keys. I say oh, this all the always, time. You always, always say it. All yes. the time. I know people I are sick of like me. like three different times. Yo, I know people are tired of me. And that's the thing. I don't geek out about anybody. Like, I be around celebs, whatever. But, like, it's just the history of, like, what she meant for me growing up and, like, you know, my music journey. But, um, yeah, I would love to work with Alicia Keys. I would Imagine love to work you with... playing piano together? We're going to manifest I'm putting... I just manifest it. <laughs> um, Brent Fayez. I'm a huge fan of Brent. And um, Wizkid. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. This is a perfect segment to yeah. my next question that I've always known you because mm-hmm. when I partied with you behind that set <laughs> we got all the afrobeats right yeah we got oh. i'm such an afrobeat oh my god like you don't sit mm-hmm. to me shouts to dj camillo shouts to i feel like you're a typical like you're a specific party yeah yeah like yeah we party when yeah. we party with you yeah so i wanted to hear you tapping into that i like, know talk to me i know i think i need to showcase that more and that's that's my thing is like i don't want to pigeon my whole pigeonhole myself into a new york lane as much as I love hip hop, I'm very versatile and I feel like yes. that's what I want to show. I want to put out Afrobeats music. We're going to put it out everything. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. There's no limits. Global, baby. Oh my mm-hmm. God. And I love to emphasize your culture. Mm-hmm. So today I'm like, I thought it was just, I don't know, I knew it was Irish and something else. Mm-hmm. But it's Irish, Dominican, Haitian. Mm-hmm. Honey. You got a little bit of everything. A little bit yeah. of everything. You got you to gotta get with the Bad Bunnies. You got to get with I the... I know. You know, that's what I want to step into and, in, like, dembo, reggaeton, like, everything. I we think there's you. no... there's no <laughs> we, <laughs> Now we, we need you. We need you. <laughs> no, no. So, a, getting, I think you would love it. You mm-hmm. feel, like, you would love it. The culture is yeah. just... We need more women producers, too. Yes. Like, I know they're there, but I feel like they're not in the forefront. They're not mainstream. Um, we don't see it enough. So that's really where I want to step in and own that lane because, you know, name of, that's the thing. Name a female producer. Crickets. That is a problem. You get what I'm saying? Like, and there's it's crazy because I know, I know two younger girls right now that mm-hmm. are in the light mm-hmm. that are behind the scenes like that. And you're so right. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, and we hear a lot of the same producers on every record, and I understand, like, you know, artists find their producer, they want to stick with it. Cool, but mm-hmm. I think there's so much to be said for, like, finding new sounds, finding new producers, like, being open to that, too, you know? So hopefully we change that. Hip Hop Awards. Mm-hmm. BET Hip Hop Awards. Mm-hmm. What was that like? What was the energy? You were so cute. Oh. Again, in her outfit with her shades. Yes, we stepped The out. picture I saw of you was very much like looking over your shades. I was yes. like, look at her. <laughs> um, it, was, it was an amazing experience. Um, full transparency, I got sick. You know, there was a lot of moving pieces behind the scenes. But overall, like, the experience of being there was super dope. Uh, it was my first award show, like, to be nominated against Khaled and all the amazing, you know, artists was was really exciting so i was just happy to be there i was really happy to be there nominated like what's girl we're going for the grammy yeah we are so get ready we are (laughs) you got the outfit i'm gonna be outside like yes sign my notebook (laughs) yeah no it was it was so exciting and i always bring up khaled too and just you know the recipe that he's created for himself i think yes that i look up to and you know try to do it my own way you know the tiktok way (laughs) <laughs> you know what I love everything you've spoken about has been like the new wave of things mm-hmm. how you've truly taken the best out of the social media yeah the best out of the, all the aspects like mm-hmm. you're truly the Serato the and you're living it you're like okay I get it yeah but you're doing both you're yeah. doing the new DJ stuff mm-hmm. and you're doing the old DJ stuff yeah and I think that's important is excuse me to find your your own lane you know I think a lot of times people try to um, copy a certain recipe you gotta find what works for you like your path is your path and I always stick by that I get influenced by other people but I'm gonna do stuff that I wanna do on my own terms you so, know so alright now this Monday you was at the beer show uh huh talk to us about I love that if there's a mashup going on there yeah. <laughs> oh my god yeah so I popped out I actually had never met Bia in person we did a lot of like pandemic interview and kikied online and stuff but we never met in person so i pulled up to her show at irving plaza um we finally met in person the vibes were there i just love coming across artists especially uh female artists that you know we just see each other we understand the hustle embrace and, and embrace love like all of that so she's really really dope she's a amazing artist amazing lyricist and i feel like just supporting her is just you know we got to do it so. oh my god i can't wait you you better start mashing up i did i actually did one on tiktok but i'm gonna do another one i'm like girl i got you i got some ideas yes so. come mm-hmm. on is there anyone that we haven't heard that you're like i really thought this one was gonna hit um there's a lot on my tiktok like i don't post a lot of what i post on tiktok on instagram yeah. but because instagram is feeling like high school lately i don't know if y'all feel the same but <laughs> i'm like and I'm the good. algorithm got us kind of yeah they playing with the us like yeah. i don't know what's happening there yeah so i i call um tiktok my burner account because it's just where i have fun like y'all be like my what is she doing <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I, I have so many up there that not all of them pop. You know, I think that's the part of the journey, part that's of the right. process. Some do well, some don't. So I just keep pushing, keep putting them out. Well, we're ready for all of them. Yeah. They all pop to me. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> now, I'm over here putting on my jacket because a girl from LES that's never been to Cats. I know. I grew up on Cats. Shouts to my father. I'm all about it girl i'm all about it so we go we're going we need a sandwich i'm hungry let's go and i am i'm honored to take dj sage who's from Mm alias to cats like 
Alright guys, we are here at Cats. This is my first time here. Look at this sandwich. This is disrespectful. This is really disrespectful, but I'm gonna try it. I don't know if I want that on camera though, because I might look real crazy eating this right now. But uh, yeah. I hope you enjoy it. Justina popped my Cats cherry. Don't tell no, nobody. We pulled up. <laughs> we pulled up to Pop nah. Cherries today. Do you see this? This is like. Hello? How are you rating cats? From a scale of 1 to 10. <sighs> On a scale of 1 to 10, I'm gonna give it a 7. Here's why the bread. We gotta figure it out. We gotta figure it out. It's so much meat. <laughs> the soggy bread. The bread is soggy. Other than that, no disrespect. Great environment. I love it. It's. I'm so happy we did this together. Yeah, me too. Me too. I can't believe I've never been, but you know, it's alright. That's that's another conversation for another time. <laughs> Bring it back to my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really, really good. It was. I'm so happy I got to see you, touch base with you. Because for me, this is this is a friendship. Mm -hmm. You know, this 100%. is just me checking in on a friend. Mm -hmm. You pulled up, blessed us. We in the Sprinter, baby. And I'm so proud of you. Shouts to Lavish Live. Yo, I'm so excited for what's to come for you. Producer season, sage season, all of all it. that good stuff. Mm -hmm. You've been here since Keep the beginning. shining and thank you, thank you, thank you for being so genuine. Thank you. Oh, I, I think you. that's why it just flows for you, everything. Yeah. And I said this in the beginning and I'm going to end it with that. That genuine, that just being you and living your truth. Mm -hmm. Thank That's you. What we gotta do. Thank you for being here. Of course. Thank you. I love you. Hugs. Mm. That's it. We out. Out of here. It's a pull up. Shout out to the team too. The sage. The sage. The sage. Oh. Uh oh. That's gonna be the I producer name. I should have brought some sage. We should have burned it in here. Bring the your energy. House. I know. House. I know. I know. Period. <laughs> <laughs> we out of here.